0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this and you are tuned into the only sports podcast with brains and bars. It's another episode of It's a Black and White Thing featuring A1 and Award. I am your host, one half of the dynamic duo. I am A1. Uh please remember you can follow, you can follow the show uh by subscribing by going to soundcloud.com. Brains and Bars or the podcast app of your choice. Um, you can check out every episode there. You can check out most episodes since we started going live on Zoom and now live stream during the pandemic. You can check out those episodes uh, by going to youtube.com, searching Brains and Bars. And you can follow us on IG, Twitter, um, and Facebook by searching at Brains and Bars. And as you can see, like I said, I'm not doing this by myself, but I'm here with my guy, Award. What's going on, man?
1: going to be back a little bit of a hiatus, uh, on both of our parts, but it's been good, man. Uh, doing well, uh, imaward.com go to my website. Y'all can uh, follow me on all my social media hyperlinks there. Uh, click the tabs for battles, interviews, merch, all that good stuff. Um, easy access there. Please, please, please tap in with me. Um, like I said, little hiatus, good to be back excited for the future. Got some people lined up to be on the show, hopefully, in the the coming weeks that are exciting for us. And um, a lot of battle events coming up. A lot of sports um, going on right now with the NBA playoffs. And, yeah, just just a lot to talk about. But what seems like always just a little bit of time that we're able to squeeze this in every week. (laughs) (laughs) I know, man. Like, it's cool to try to get back in the swing of things.
0: Uh, You know, get back in the swing of things. JC was good. Um, and like when you when you don't do the show for a couple of weeks, like you said, life, I had finals for school. Um, and like, I didn't want to do anything once that was done. Like I lost the motivation to, to, I don't want to say to live. Cause that's, that's, live, that's too far. Dark. To Dark. But Dark. I, I lost the motivation to do anything constructive, uh, once, once school was out, man. So I've been going to school for like six years straight. Um, and like, yeah, I just kind of reached my breaking point. So,
1: um, you know, but why did I, I, uh, I got the, uh, the voice, the, um, is it the Kendrick voice? I've been on my job like 20 years straight. I've been on my job. What is that? Uh, (laughs) I've been going to school for like six years straight. (laughs) Man,
0: yo, it seemed like that. Yo, yeah, man. So, you know, we're, we're done with school. School's out for summer um, and we're back. Um, got a nice little show lined up for you. You know, we got uh, NBA, obviously, got some battle rap news. And I'm posting in the chat. Um, I'm posting in the chat. If you want to join the show, you're more than welcome to call in um, by clicking the link. Um, the fi hopefully is good. Hopefully you can see me good. Hopefully I'm not, I'm not, uh, blurry or, or I'm not buffering anything like that, but we, uh, if you want to jump in the show, talk some sports, talk some battle rap, feel free to check the, click the link. If you can see it, I'm um, glad to have you guys. Um, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and just jump into it. If you are new to the show, welcome for those who have been listening and watching. Thank you for tuning in and spending some time with us. Um, as always, we start to show off with what I learned for this weekend. Honestly, the thing that I learned man is that it is great to have fans back in arenas. Um, although some of them are acting like idiots, the vast majority of them are making in particular the basketball experience, uh, one that is much more enjoyable. Um, it is much more pleasurable when you can watch games, uh and when you can watch games and hear the roar of the crowd, it's not it's not a digitized fan with piped in defense, but you've actually got real real roars, real cheers, real boos, real groans. Um, so it is uh it is exciting to have fans back in the building. Um, and it really that's all I learned this week, man. I, I really really just pulled that out of thin air because I didn't really. You know when we when we come back from hiatus, I never have a like a prepared itinerary. I just kind of show up, and then as we get back into the swing of things, I actually that's have itineraries about and thoughts and all this <laughs> good stuff. So, so that's what I learned this week, man. Y'all can hit us up by going to IG, Facebook, uh, Twitter at Brains and Bars, letting us know what you learned this week. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to A Ward. What are you looking forward to, sir?
1: All right, I got two. One personal, one sports. Uh, We'll start with sports. Uh, The Super Regionals for Baseball College World Series start this weekend. So um, 16 seeds were announced, I think, on Selection Monday, was it, Um, a couple days ago? Um, Obviously, Tennessee, I'm a big Tennessee fan, number three seed. Um, so they start their region this weekend. I'm excited for that. I'm really hoping Tennessee makes it to the College World Series in Omaha. It's only about a two and a half hour drive for us. So um, hoping that I have the time and the available weekends to make that trip to go watch Tennessee play back baseball. And then the personal side. Uh, one of my friends has uh, owns a barbecue um, store. It's like a grilling store with season, you know, different seasonings and all the the grills and gas grills and all that good stuff. And they're having a three year anniversary this weekend. They're roasting a two hundred and sixty pound hog. They're roasting ducks, venison. Is venison? is that deer, or is that? Revealed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they're they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff this weekend. So at noon, if you're in the Kansas City area. It's up in Olathe. I had to get the information, but um, I'll get it by the end of the show. And uh, yeah, three year anniversary. All kinds of just free food, kick it, hang out, dope store up there. So if you're into cooking and stuff, they got all kinds of stuff. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to this week. What's up? Veal
0: um, has to do with
1: the calf. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always get Uh, that up. And venison
0: is from deer. There you go um dope dope so y'all let us know you know what what are you looking forward to what you learned this week by hitting us up by going on ig twitter and facebook brains and bars all right so uh you know nba fans nba action it is fantastic and (laughs) you know we got uh you know we got nba playoffs man they're here you know what i'm saying and so um, the NBA has, you know, ramped up capacities, and most of these places are, at, at best, 50% capacity, if not more. Some are Atlanta's, like COVID, who, they've been on that type of time for months now. Um, the they're almost at capacity. I think the Garden, which I think the Knicks and the Hawks are playing right now, is at capacity, or really close to it. Um, and so, you know, it's going down right now in, in the NBA. And last night, man, we had – one of those first-round classics, one of those first-round classic games. And sadly, it was not on a larger platform, not on national TV, only on NBA TV. But Portland versus Denver, crazy, crazy, crazy game that went down. Double overtime. Um, Dane Lillard, I mean, you know, final score is 147 to one forty. The Nuggets are up now. Three games of two on Portland. Game six is tomorrow, I believe, in Portland at the Rose Garden. And it's do or die for the uh for the Blazers. And what an incredible game, man. I mean, they, I mean, again, I think I might have put after he hit the second shot that sent it to a third overtime, might have just said Dane Lillard. Like that's the tweet. Like the dude was unbelievable. I think it was 55 points. 55 points on 70, 70, 90 splits. So, I'm <laughs> like, so the Holy Grail as a shooter that you want to have is you want to have uh, 50% from three, four, no, fi- no, 50% from the uh, two point, 40% from three, and 90 from the line. Right? Like, so he went 70 from two, 70 from three, 90... Like those are the game cheating numbers. Like if you play 2K or if you grew up playing live and you just got to play like one of them star players that would not miss, that would not do any that couldn't do anything but miss, it's like, yo, the game cheating.
1: Like mm-hmm. you just
0: gotta turn the game off. That's how crazy his numbers were. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, they fell a little bit short in the end. Um, and the 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 Nuggets who over they overcame, right? Because any other time you you take those type of haymakers. You take those type of punches at, at some point you fold. He's like, "What else are you going to do?" Mm-hmm. Um, but they're able to prevail. So, your thoughts on what you saw last night between those two teams in Game
1: Five? Man, I uh, I watched maybe the first half of the Lakers and Suns, if that, you know, and uh, then turned it over to that game. And yeah, once it got down down, you know, to um, six or seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And as you're watching it, you're just kind of like, yo, like I feel like I'm a part of history, you know. I mean, even though they lost or whatever, but like, at, like, like I'll never forget that one game Dame Lillard had. Like, and it, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, I don't, I don't know that the, the Nuggets or the Trailblazers will end up winning, you know, the title this year. I don't, I don't think neither one of them are probably favorites to win it. No. But I'll always just remember that one time Dame Lillard was just like. <laughs> Nah, all right, I got this. You know what I mean? And it was it was such a it was I'm tweeting like this is not possible. This is not feasible. You know what I mean? Like I mean if he would have hit one like if he would have hit a shot and then missed a shot and then hit a shot and then missed a shot, like I would have still been like, yo, this dude is, you know? But no, that's not how it went down. Like <laughs> just and and thank you. Thank you to the Nuggets. I appreciate you guys not fouling. Um, because you know that just would've took away, you know, the the Majesty of what we got to witness. Um, if they if they were fouled, probably would have been the smart thing to do. <laughs> a couple times would be the But um, but no, I you know I I take that away, and then I take away the fact that you know, um his his teammates were they were kind of like us. They were just watching. You know, like I don't know if they just got caught up watching, um you know Dame Lillard and was like, oh by the way, we got to play too in case he throws us the ball. Um, Or in case, you know, something happens and we get the ball because it was kind of just, it kind of just sucked that, you know, on one jumper, Robert Covington goes up like he's going to do like some kind of prime Blake Griffin put like for some reason he thought, you know, when he could have just jumped up and grabbed the board, extended the play, you know, then, then on the pass from Lillard, he goes in like he's going to do something, you know, it's just, and then you got McCullum who, you know, is just not aware of, of where he's at on the court and it's just, Yeah, it it sucked. Um, Ultimately, I wanted the Blazers to win just because, you know, um, you want a performance like that to be put beside a W. Um, But you're right, though. It was it was it was the classic. It was the it was the best game this far in, you know, however many I'm guessing 30 games that have been played, you know, in this first round. Um, It was definitely the best game this far. It's going to be very, very tough to beat.
0: Yeah. So I want to ask this question because I did not actually do any like research to put together itinerary itinerary tonight. So just kind of like browsing social media. I saw this from Vince Staples. Shout out to Vince Staples. Vince Staples asked the question, does winning or losing matter in the clutch conversation? So Dame obviously is 55 goals for not right. They, they end up losing, but he hits, I mean, several clutch shots. I think they said out of the 19 points in overtime, I think he scored 17 of them between the two overtimes or two or three overtimes or something like that. So for you, does winning matter to be considered clutch? Or do you have to come away to win in a clutch situation?
1: Okay, so that's two different questions.
0: So um... let, 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 me, let me start over. So let me go back and ask the question as he stated it. Does winning or losing matter in the clutch conversation? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, um, clutch buckets are the idea of clutch is when the game needs you the most, you're able to get me a bucket. And if you're consistently able to get me buckets and we consistently lose, then you're not consistently able to get me enough buckets. <laughs> but I mean, but is
0: that his fault, though? I mean, you, I mean, so it's been said in the comments a couple of times. You've mentioned it yourself, right? Like, he he did what needed to be done. He hit the shots to bring I mean he hit them shots that gave them the lead. He hit the shots that tied the game, right? Like he did everything, but he can't he can't guard all five people either, right? He can't guard Nurkish. The offense went almost exclusively through him in overtime.
1: So the question was, does it matter? The question wasn't does it is it the only thing that matters? Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my thing. If I'm if I'm comparing people who hit, you know, shots that get their team in position to possibly win mm-hmm. late in the game. To people who are hitting shots to win, then I am, you know, I'm looking at one of them as more clutch than another.
0: Okay. So, I'm going to disagree slightly. I think that Dame was as clutch as could be. Like you can't ask him to do any more than he did. Like you at some point someone else has to step up right so right. for example the nuggets and and we cannot mention dames great game without talking about the about the nuggets because they they persevered they overcame right when you talk about this conversation how great this game was you have to say no matter how many haymakers no matter how many times damian lillard hits a what feels like a crushing three a backbreaking three or gets to the rim there whether it was jokic And this is where the Nuggets team comes into play, right? Whether it was Jokic, whether it was Monte Morris, who had a playoff career high, or whether it's Michael Porter Jr. hitting what eventually ended up being the game-winning three, right? The three that put them ahead for good. There were other players who stepped up when they needed it, right? And so again, I think that to me, Damian Lillard was clutch. His teammates were not. It wasn't enough to get the W, but you can't ask anyone else 55 points. Again, let's go through these stats again. 55 points, 10 assists, I believe, 70% from two, 70% from three, 90% from the line. What else? Like Tyrese, what more do you want from me? Like what else you want me to do in this moment? I've done everything that could be done. Um, And at some point, someone else has got to help me carry this burden. Um, And so I, I would say winning does it helps the legend. Right. It helps the leg. So this game becomes more legendary if Damian Lillard is able to, one, get the win and two win the finish off the series. Right. Because, for example, Michael Jordan scored 63 against the, against the Celtics. We all remember that game. We all remember that moment. But then at the end we go, oh, yeah, but they got, they actually got swept. Right. They never yeah, won yeah. a game in that series. Right. So I think I think from, from a legend standpoint and from I don't want to say legacy, but at least in terms of how we tell the story of Damian Lillard as a as a player, right? We mentioned his great moments. We're going to talk about the shot against Houston to win the series, the shot against uh OKC to win that series in walk-off fashion. And we'll talk about this 55 point game in terms of incredible moments. Um, but it's just in this one, we'll talk about it with it being in a in a losing effort. So
1: that's just how I look at it. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that because it's not like he missed a shot to lose the game, you know? Um, no. Although he did pass the ball um, multiple times. And I think you, I mean, you had, so this is the no, one. And also, it was a bad pass. He had, a, it was a bad pass too, as well. To True. Because Michael, Michael
0: Porter Jr. almost picked it he off. And yeah, I he think that's scored. what's real. That's to me, Michael Porter Jr. getting his hands on it is what made McCollum step out of bounds because then he had to reposition himself to catch it. He catches it. He's going to try to drive past MPJ and then he steps out of bounds. But one thing I'll say about Denver, I feel like Denver ran too much of the offense through Jokic at the end. He was, he was, you could tell he was gassed. You could tell he was done. You could tell about everything, especially when he got the ball, like at the top of the key, top of the perimeter when there was no place to post up and they were trying to run the pick and roll game and it wasn't working and he was settling for jumpers. He wasn't trying to get to the hole. He wasn't trying to make any other actions, do, any, do anything else. But he did
1: find guys open though, once he got the ball, when he got the ball, he found guys open. And you see why that guy's
0: MVP, right? Because yeah. of everything that he does for that team. Um, And with that in mind, I would have liked to have seen them try to get Michael Porter Jr. more involved. He was 10 he for 13. Like yeah, yes, 20, 20
1: right? he had 20-something points, 20, right? We had 20,
0: I think it was 23 points, uh, 10 to 13, 23 or 26 points, 10 to 13 shooting. But at the same time, like, I wanted to see him get more involved because of how well he was shooting the ball. And just to give Jokic a break from from trying to carry the team. Because, again, I think that would have been something where had they lost that game, they would have looked back and went, man, dang, we should have tried to do something else yeah. besides run that pick and roll with Monte Morris or get Jokic isolated on that left side of the block and try to have him make some magic. He uh, So Michael Porter Jr. had 26 points, 10 of 13 from the field, three of five from three, and 12 rebounds. So I think for, for a, a guy who's becoming a young star, who's becoming a really good player, these are the moments where you are your playoff medal is tested. And I would have liked to see him get some opportunities to for him to create out of pick and roll and see if he could have gotten himself a quality quality look or gotten a quality look for others. But I will say this about Michael Porter. Um he he has he does he, he hasn't made a shot that he doesn't think he should take, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I, so I think the fear was is that he was gonna get that ball and it was gonna be okay, how can Michael Porter Jr. get a shot for Michael Porter yeah. Jr. and not how can Michael Porter Jr. get a shot for the Nuggets? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, so that was, a, like I said, a great game, dope dope series. Um, hopefully, I think the next game might be on NBA TV too. Um, but hopefully the next one will be on TNT. Matter of fact, let's check that out real quick.
1: It'll definitely be there if the Lakers and Suns are playing. I mean, they're um, not going to show LeBron in elimination game on NBA TV.
0: This is true, although that would be funny. Um, yeah. No, it's only two games tomorrow night. So TNT, uh, 7 o'clock, Nuggets in Portland. So we'll get to see. Obviously, who in-
1: was the other game? Lakers? It's Lakers gonna... and Suns. Lakers okay, so it comes on after. Okay.
0: So speaking of that, let's jump into that series. Lakers oh, versus Suns. Um, I did not watch a lick of this game. I didn't watch a single minute of it. I looked at, I, I'm trying to think what we're doing. I think I might have, you know, worked with the kid on some, you know, getting him prepared for bed or something like that. I pull up NBA TV. I see they're down 30. Or I pull up the NBA app. I'm sorry to see what the scores are across the league at that time. They're down 30. I'm like, uh, and I almost thought, well, maybe I can go to bed because at that point, um, at that point, I think the, the Nuggets, Nuggets were up like 20 as like, well. They were like, up by 20. So I was like, well, dang, maybe I can go to bed. Maybe I don't have to step and watch nothing tonight. I get the kid down to sleep. I look at my phone. I'm like, yo, it's a two point game. Like this, this is like 10 minutes ago.
1: Yeah. So I'm time, like, yeah. okay
0: we got something to do um but i never watched the lakers series it was you know it was over before second quarter basically the game is over um and your thoughts on what happened with with la getting run out yeah. of by the, by the
1: suns yeah you know i was monetarily invested i had a parlay going mm-hmm. so and like i saw you know obviously um the the uh oh who won the first game the Nets. Phoenix you know. won the Phoenix won the first one, right? No, no, in the day, in the, the yesterday. So the Nets, oh, one, the Nets won. Nets won. Nets won. Yeah. The 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 Nuggets are up like fifteen. The Lakers game starting. You know, all I needed was the Nets, Nuggets, and Lakers. Um, so you know, I'm like, all right, let's watch this Lakers game. They come out, they're up, I think five nothing, 5 You know, they yep. hit a few shots to start the game or whatever. Then they, you know it flips around and it gets to like nineteen twelve. Uh, Phoenix. And then after that, you know, you could just kind of tell like, like this 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 uh this Lakers team is is they're not you. Know, well, first off, it's not even just the Lakers, right? We're we're acting like the Suns are not the two, you know, the two seed or uh, for a reason, you know? Like <laughs> they're the two seed, right? Or they're the one. Wait, we're two, we're two, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we are like 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 there's a reason the Suns are the two seed, like they are. They're really good. They are really good with Paul, Aiton, Crowder, uh, Booker, and Cameron Payne is coming on and playing like like I pulled all of his rookie cards out. You know, I had him like in the you know just in the box or whatever. Like you know, and I was like, now nah, let's put these in cases and let's get them you know set up because um you know they just have they're they, when they when they're on man they're tough to beat. So um but that and then um you know without Anthony Davis the Lakers are just a completely different team. You know, and I, they're not a team that LeBron can carry uh, probably past this series, uh, you know, and I don't I don't see that happening. So um, one of the things you noticed was last year when they won the championship in the bubble was like, I think in the finals, it w- came down to like, all right. I thought Davis should be the final MVP, you know, like it was pretty neck and neck when we were talking about yeah. MVP. You know, it's not like Davis was a great complimentary player to LeBron and he just was, you know, the MVP of the finals and, you know. Glad we brought Davis over. No, Davis is like that dude. You know? Um, I thought it was hilarious to tweet that said they're calling him Day by Davis, um <laughs> like because of his injuries. <laughs> but um, but like you know, this 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 team goes as far as Anthony Davis takes them. And mm-hmm. if Anthony Davis is not there, then they go home, probably in the next game. Um and that's just kind of where it is, you know. Um I don't I, I don't see just for the the, I always look at stuff like the legend of th- of things, you know. Like in my mind, like LeBron is not losing in LA. They play in LA. Nah, yep, they play in LA tomorrow. Yep. Like yep. LeBron's not losing in LA with the crowd back in an elimination game tomorrow. Like it's in my mind, like that, that's just not going to be a part of you know. But if they don't have Davis, like it could be a wrap. And, and if they get, and they're not built to come back either. So like it, it, they're not built to come back at all. So it's like if they get down 14, 16, like they don't have the shooters, they don't have the 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 character within the team, you know what I mean? To just be like, you know, let, let's get it together, we got this. You know what I mean? Um and so that's just LeBron's going to have to go for 40, 40-10 and 10, you know, if they if they want to win without Davis. And it's just not happening
0: so let me ask you this like what so there's been some uh hubbub about lebron walking off the court leaving the leaving the court with about about five or six minutes left in the game um the reports were that he left early to go get treatment on his ankle um and there's been some you know again there's been some light criticism of lebron for not sticking around and watching his team get slapped around by 30 uh, for the last 6 minutes.
1: So I'm, not yeah. no, I'm not mad at it. I'm not I'm not mad at it. I mean, I think we know we know who LeBron is by now. Like that's the that's something that, you know, like maybe you're trying to get the feel of the character of a person or how they um you know a, a new superstar or something and how they deal with pressure like lebron's been in the league long enough now to where we know that like him going back six minutes in like he's still lebron he's still you know high character individual off the court he's not making decisions selfishly in my mind in regards to not I mean, they're down 30 you know like he, you know he's He's seen Ben McLemore and he's seen, you know, some of these other guys play before, you know, he doesn't need to assess, you know, this isn't a preseason game where he needs to, you know what I mean? Or something like that. So I'm not mad at that at all. Um, but I mean, you know, he does, he knows just as much well as we do. that cameras are on him at all times. So every step he took leaving was six minutes ago. He knew, you know, this is Man, probably going to be something tomorrow. Listen,
0: listen, I don't think enough people are taking into consideration
1: Maybe he was just, uh, yeah, maybe he was just challenging a fan to throw something at him. Oh my God. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was just like, you know what? If I leave with six minutes to go, then they'll, you know. Then
0: <laughs> Yo, listen, 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 listen.
1: I don't think people are t- quite
0: taking into consideration everything that's going on, right? I don't think they are. You're getting smacked. You are getting smacked by, let me, 30. It was almost 40 at once, I think. Not 30. 30. You're getting 30 right now. You are LeBron James. You're without AD. You're doing everything that you can because this is what LeBron does. He elevates those around him. You're doing everything you can to elevate the guys around you, trying to get them involved, trying to get their confidence up. And they are just not cap. – they're not completing just at, at their level at all. They're not competing, I should say, at the level that they're accustomed to at all. They're not playing well at all. Mm-mm. You're you you are watching Kyle Kuzma play like Kyle Kuzma. You Dennis Schroeder is 0 for nine. Marcus Markeith, I think this is I just call him Twin Twin, yeah. not doing nothing right now. Ben, again, Ben McLemore, <laughs> pivotal Game Five. Ben McLemore is who we talking about right now. Listen, man, bump bump my ankle, bump Anthony Davis, always getting hurt all the time, bump Vogel, bump Genie, bump Kuzma, bump Gasol, you you too slow, you can't play no defense, bump Harold, I'm out of I'm LeBron James. I ain't got to put up with this. I'm not about to sit here and watch my, my team get smacked by 30 on national TV and everybody, I know all the memes is waiting on me, all the jokes is waiting on me. Man, I'm about to go take care of this ankle. My ankle hollering right now because I'm not right right now. I'm not putting up with this. No, it's not happening. I'm not putting up with it. I'm getting up out of here. And I holl- and when y'all get to the locker room, get your mind right because I'm going to yell at you. Because I'm not going. He's never lost a first-round series. This is the first time he's been down in a first-round series it with, with elimination. Right? He's been down before, but he's never been in a, in a point in the first round Elimination. he's game. faced elimination. Y'all making me look bad out here. So I'm about to go to this locker room, get this ankle worked on, get myself ready. Yell at y'all when y'all get back here. Y'all better stop embarrassing me in front of these people. That's all I know. Y'all better stop embarrassing me in front of these people before I act a fool
1: up in here. We got company over. Man,
0: in front of company, this what y'all doing?
1: Bro. Yo man Um, yeah, I I'm really upset that Anthony Davis wasted that fire shirt on getting smoked by 30 he had the airbrush the in memory of Kobe Bean Bryant shirt on with the and like I seen it in the first quarter I was like yo that's fire that's a dope shirt and I'm like yo that's nah. you can't get thumped by 30 you know <laughs> with with the shirt on man come on
0: Bro, bro, Greg he did not make himself look bad. Like, bro, I'm not saying I understand
1: there. it. I understand it. I don't I don't I don't believe, you know, um I don't believe he should be held to that that, but I mean, I think that it's the whole captain goes down with the ship type mentality. It's just like, yo, you're that guy, you know what I mean? Like you should be shaking hands with coaches and doing all this kind of stuff, you know, like when you leave the court just the same way as the rest of us should, you know? Like humble yourself. You know what I mean? And that's what I that's what I understand, but I mean, it's just not for me. It's kind of like, yeah, LeBron James. He, you know, he's we know who he is. So, hey
0: man, listen. There's honor in quitting. There's <laughs> there's honor in quitting. Let me, let me tell you, so tell you right now. Listen, I, this doesn't compare it to what LeBron James experienced. But back, uh Live ninety nine, right? Then I'm going way back. Live ninety nine on the PlayStation. Yeah. I went through a season. With the uh Toronto Raptors, right? Okay. I get all the way was the Toronto Raptors or Portland Trailblazers, one of those two it might have been Portland Trailblazers. I get to the NBA finals, I'm taking on the New York Knicks. It's game seven, I'm up one. I'm up one. They got the ball. I'm trying to foul. I am like pressing the button, foul him, intentional foul, intentional foul. I want to put him yeah, in the yeah. line because I want to get the last shot up. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, when it fouls him when he's getting his shot up and won, I lose the NBA finals with like five seconds left. You know what I did? I hit reset. I ain't going out <laughs> like this. There is honor in quitting. I'm not going out like this. Now, unfortunately, the exact same scenario. played. It was like deja vu. The exact same thing happened again. And I took my L. But I'm just saying sometimes. Yeah, miss- but if
1: cameras were on you and you were on ESPN being filmed live, watching you play eSports, I are you got, over are, are court. you pulling the are you pu- are you throwing the controller? Are you put? No, you're not. No, I'm you're tripping not. over the court. oh you're dang, my bad, You taking that L, man? Oh my bad, y'all. I, I
0: tripped over the court. We gotta play again, baby. I got unplugged from the wall. I'm disconnected. Oh, man. What happened, man? Damn, <laughs> like man, that that. Oh my god, listen, man. I I I'll say this. I understand LeBron's plight, and I feel like if more of us were in that situation. Like, listen, war. You played basketball with me enough to know. Sometimes you hit me with a beautiful pass. I'm right there for the layup, and what I do, I blow the bunny. You've been, you've lived this situation with me. Like I blow enough of them. You looking at me like, hey, what? Come on, bro. Like I'm going between the legs, behind the back. I'm hitting you with these dimes, bro. Like I I feel it. I feel it. Y'all let us know what y'all think, man. People in the comments letting us know. Obviously, you know. Shout out to the homie, the Los Factor. He's calling them soft. Uh, you know,
1: Shaq, I, Shaq. Shaq said they were soft. You know, Shaq. I remember the post game. Well, he know. called the Lakers soft as always. Yeah, and they yeah. did. They did play.
0: I did watch the post game because I actually tweeted uh, TNT. I said, "Come on, y'all. Preempt this, jump to the inside of the NBA. Right. Right. You know ha- Let's get to that because it's late. It's like eleven thirty at night. I'm ready to go to sleep. I just want to hear what they got to say. So, yeah, man. I I don't know, man. I don't know. It's See, this is where Los loses me. He has not been soft all these years.
1: Nah, 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 nah. Los is wildin'. Los is wilding. So let me, if y'all want
0: to come on and express your opinion about these NBA playoffs, I do have the link in the comments for you to jump on here, holler at us, talk, talk your talk, get your get your takes off if you want to. All right, man, let's jump to what let's jump to some more series. We had, well, actually, before we do that, we had some more news that happened in NBA this week. Or uh, today, actually. Uh the Boston Celtics were eliminated last night. By the Brooklyn Nets, as the Brooklyn Nets moved on to the semis in the Eastern Conference, and it was announced this morning by Woj um that Brad Stevens has been elevated to Danny Ainge's position, position and that Danny Ainge is retiring uh from the Boston Celtics. I'm gonna get to that question in just a second, Smoke Kings TV. I see you. Um, and so that he has retired from the Boston Celtics as their team president. Uh, overseer operations and all that good stuff. And for me, this was a sad day um, because I have grown accustomed um, to laughing at Danny Ainge year after year uh, because he almost makes a trade for Paul George. He almost makes a trade for Kawhi. He almost I mean, he's all he's like he's like the guy in battle rap who almost fights. Right. Like you almost yeah. almost fight. He almost makes a trade. And it never happened. He had all these picks, and all he got to show for it was was two Eastern Conference final appearances, I believe. And and, and that was it. Um, My gripe with Danny Ainge is that Danny Ainge was seen as a super GM or some genius because Kevin McHale gifted him KG back in the day. And because the Brooklyn Nets um, were stupid and tried to buy a championship by getting old KG, old Paul Pierce, old Joe Johnson. And gave them a bunch of first-round draft picks that turned into Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I think Marcus Smart might have been a part of that too. Uh, ended up in that that deal, but so he was hailed as a genius because people gifted him things, and he acted as if those gifts entitled him in every other trade. That hey, I want James Harden. Once you send me James Harden, your two first-round picks, and I'll send you back Marcus Smart and um, Simi Ojeley. And it's just like, come on, bro. Like, like he's like Lowe's in these fantasy football trades. Like, come on, bro. You got to come better. You got to come correct, man. You got to come better than that. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, like that has been my gripe with Danny Ainge. So, while I don't wish anyone to lose their job, especially him, I wanted him to stick around just so I could continue to laugh at him and the city of Boston for not being able to get over him. So,
1: now, um, so Brad Stevens is, is now the coach and No, Jim. he stepped down. He's no longer so he's- the coach. Okay, so he's not – okay,
0: all right. Yes, he is now – got to make sure I get his title right. I think it's like uh, President of Basketball Operations. Operation. Okay, interesting. Yep, he's so that, the President that, of Basketball Operations.
1: All right. Um, any, anybody you think that's going to uh come in and take that job?
0: I have not. So Jason Kidd and I think uh the gentleman who was fired from the Nets, which, I mean, that's not a ringing – I mean, from the uh, Hawks, Lloyd Pierce. I think it's Lloyd Pierce. Which is not a ringing endorsement, right? You get fired from from Atlanta, and then you get to come on and take over the Celtics. Nah, not not the greatest look in the world, um, you know. But you think I, Quinn Snyder would be interested in it? That is
1: interesting.
0: Um, because if the Jazz don't win the championship this year, if they don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I think you really got to reassess some things. Yeah, right. You got to. And there are rumors that uh, there are rumors that. Donovan Mitchell is disgruntled with the Jazz. So the story with the, him missing Game One against the Grizzlies is he was the rehab was he not was going ready
1: well. to go. He was ready to go, right?
0: Right, but rehab was not going well with the team. He started to rehab on his own, away from the team, and it was almost kind of like as a punishment. Like you didn't, you didn't work with us. We're we're not going to allow you to play this first game. And I think they thought that. Um, they thought that he they could probably win that game without him against the Grizzlies, and it didn't yeah. happen right. And he was thoroughly PO'd, and then he was made available for game two like hours after game one. JC, great comment. Kenny Atkinson would be a good fit for the Celtics, although that might be like a Brad Stevens 2.0. Who's the
1: uh, who's the guy the Raptors were upset that they didn't just uh promote them?
0: Um, uh, was it the Nate, the guy who ended up in Indiana?
1: I think it was Nate. Was it? No. Nate, uh,
0: so because he was a part of the staff and he got hired from the Raptors and he got hired in.
1: Okay, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't have to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. I thought uh, Brad Stevens would go find another coaching gig somewhere else, but um, but why would you if you're, I mean, that's not a bad gig either. <laughs> the Boston Celtics, they're obviously happy with with some of what he's doing, you know. And he probably got into the owner's
0: ear and was like, you know, hey man, listen, your boy, your boy Danny.
1: I actually I mean, always liked Brad Stevens, but I didn't know like if he could translate from college. I thought he was a great college basketball coach, but I didn't I didn't know, you know, um if he could uh if he could make it work in the NBA. So
0: So I think he's a good coach. I think he's a really good coach. I think though at some point, if you're not making that breakthrough, it's time for another voice.
1: And he's at Boston. I mean, what are the expectations? You know, I mean
0: I mean it's a championship.
1: Yeah. Right. Or bust. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think at this point, I think it's just it was time for another voice and it's time for someone else. Maybe we can take them. I think they peaked. I think they've reached the heights that they're going to reach with this current group right. as it is. And with uh, and with Brad Stevens. And so maybe a new voice could come in and change things around. So shout out to Smoke Kings. I wanted to make sure I got this question in. He asked, do you all think Anthony Davis could dominate in the paint? I mean, he should, but that's not his game. Um, Anthony Davis and someone made a great point. I can't remember who I was listening to, but they were talking about um, the fact that he was six two in high school, right? He goes through this growth spurt, grows eight inches and gets to six ten, and so he was a guard, right? And I don't think that mentality, like when you are that old and you grow eight inches between, I think your junior and your senior year, like you're not thinking about being a big man, and so I think a lot of his game is. Tall guy who who wants to play on the outside, right? Right, right, right. Tall guy who happens to be tall and not big man. Mm -hmm. And so Anthony Davis should be able to dominate in the paint. He's got a shot that's not going to be able to be blocked because of his height. He's got the size. But, again, I just – if you don't come up with that type of training, it's hard to get into that. Um, And so, you know – I. It's he's equivalent
1: true. to Dirk, I think. I don't think Dirk was ever, you know, um really big man, you know?
0: True, true, but I think Dirk he had more. he
1: might have worked post moves a little uh, a little bit yes. more than Davis. Yeah. Absolutely. Davis is yeah. going to be pick and pop. Um
0: he's going to back you down and fade away. He and Dirk yeah. had that in common. Yeah. But even Dirk would kind of work you a little bit deeper into the post and I feel yeah. like Davis does. Um yeah. so, you know, I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know, but I want to answer that question. Nate McMillan. I don't think Nate McMillan is leaving Atlanta. I think Atlanta is going to, especially if they went around. Um, if Joel Embiid, more NBA news, Torn meniscus. Tear meniscus I think they said he had surgery on it. So who knows what his availability is going to be for the rest of the playoffs. And if the Hawks beat the, the uh, Knicks and they get a chance to play Philly without Embiid, I Ooh. might be inclined to take Atlanta over Philly in that second round. I, I just mean, is know everything
1: what? just falling together for the Nets to just win this easily?
0: Uh, I mean, so here's the thing. I got Milwaukee. I've got – Listen, it's not the same team. Drew Holiday won. He's a, not to say that. That's a um, good
1: segue into the series. There we go. We will. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, like not to not to say that Drew. Not, not oh, what's the name of the kid who went to Kentucky? Who was the guard who was there last year? Uh, uh, the, Bledsoe. Not to say that Bledsoe's not a dog, but I think that Drew Holiday's a better player than him. They got PJ Tucker, um, another dog defensively, who's the king of the corner three. Um, you know, losing Dante Divincenzo hurts. A little bit uh, from a depth standpoint, but I think that they have the 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 requisite players in place to be. Um, to beat. I almost said Houston because of Harden to beat Brooklyn. And so I saw like again statisticians and analytics, I saw an analytic that talked about like how the Brooklyn Nets have been playing from an analytic standpoint. And James Harden far in a way is their best player. I think if you limit, to me, he's the X factor. If you limit, you're not going to stop James Harden. But if they can limit his effectiveness and stop him from being this all around great point guard on the offensive end, slow down his scoring, slow down his passing ability. Brooklyn's not stopping anybody. It just wasn't really shown effectively against a team that was basically Jason Tatum and the Tatum Like there was nobody else on the squad who could really, who was really going to hurt you. Kimball was hurt. No Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart is who Marcus Smart is. Like, there was nobody else beyond that. Yeah. So uh, the Nets, I mean, it obviously wouldn't shock me if they make it to the finals. But I think Milwaukee's got the defense, and they're going to be able to get enough offensively from Chris Middleton, um, Twin Lopez, because I can't think of his name, Brooke Lopez. Yeah. From Brooke Lopez, obviously Giannis, and then Drew Holiday. I think they got enough offensive firepower collectively and defensively to stop.
1: Both sets of twins are in the playoffs, aren't they? Robert, uh yep Although, with the wizards markeith yep. and marcus are both there yep that's the only two sets of twins in the league right now right i think so Yep.
0: yep. and right now in the third quarter philly's up on washington by four well
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep. so you know we'll, we'll see what happens but yeah like i i just i got milwaukee man i got i had philly going to the finals prior, pre-nb injury and now i got milwaukee
1: Yeah. I think what we're noticing, I think what we're noticing is just, I mean, bro, a shooter, like you have to have a shooter on your team, like the Knicks, the Lakers, these guys, like they, they have good squads that are fun to watch. But if you don't have a shooter, if the trailblazers don't have a shooter in those situations, it's, it's a whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I'm sitting here watching teams. I like what I love watching the Grizzlies play. But the Grizzlies don't have, I mean, Grayson Allen is not, you know, a shoot, a shooter. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he can get buckets, whatever, but they just don't have that, man. None of these teams have guys that can just stretch the, you know, stretch the floor like that. And that's what, you know, that's why I think the 76ers, the Nets, um and the Bucks, the Bucks have a couple guys, I think, that can, you know, can shoot it I, or whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Brooke
0: can hit it, he can step out and hit a three. Mm-hmm. Like I said, PJ Tucker. When he's on the floor, he's basically going to the corner. Yeah, he's yeah. Waiting for yeah. The, the penetration and the pat and the kickout. Um, and obviously Chris Middleton can get a shot as well. Um, mm-hmm. oh man, I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. As a kid from Notre Dame, who was in the dunk contest, he also can hit a three. Um, uh, but I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. I can see his face though.
1: Grant, it's oh, not Grant. Also, it's not one of the Grants, is it?
0: No, it is. Brent Forbes also been hot from three. Forbes lately uh Bobby Portis can step out Pat Connaughton can step out and oh yeah um uh, and Bobby Portis has added a three-point shot to his arsenal though I don't think it is something that is very reliable yeah uh, so you know they they got they have talent there who can step out and hit a three when yeah. you want to try to you know crowd in and box Giannis in. he's got options so I'm excited for that series I, out of all the series that took place this year uh that so far this year Milwaukee, I'm sorry, Brooklyn and Boston is the one that I watched the least amount of. I barely watched it. We were out Friday. That was the most I'd seen of that series mm-hmm. to that point was that one Celtics win. So, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. Also, here's another thing that I learned, too, as I'm looking at little scuffle between Atlanta and, and New York. They don't like each other. I, I love it. I love it. Like the fact that these guys are getting, they're not going too far. Right, they're not doing anything that's going to get them suspended, but ain't nothing we're getting in, nothing wrong with getting each other's face, talking a little mm-hmm. junk, getting a little crazy, all mm-hmm. in the name of good competition. I mm-hmm. love it, I love yeah, it, I, I, and I can't wait. The deeper we go, the more tensions are going to rise, and the more we're going to see that little back and forth.
1: The um, Grizzlies and the Knicks are two teams that I hope can make some kind of moves in the offseason to get them to where I, guys like Julius and guys like Ja like they need they need somebody else. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know who that is, um, but I. Uh, I really hope both of those squads can make the jump to becoming, you know, like what the Utah Jazz or the Suns are now.
0: So let me ask you this, because I didn't, I didn't get a chance to address some of the comments here. There were comments early on when we're talking about the Portland trailblazers that Dame's teammates failed him, which I want to, I want to rebuttal that a little bit. Dame picked up his teammates in game five. His teammates picked him up in game four. They ended up blowing that game out. I think Dame was like 10 points. He mainly made one field goal, two field goals. I forget his, his stats to the T, but his teammates picked him up in game four when he didn't show up. They didn't show up in game five late and he carried them. So but with that being said, there's been talk about, Dame. you've got to leave Portland. You've got to get out of here. When you hear people say that, what are your
1: thoughts? Um. Well, Dame, I mean, he's. He's not. I mean, in my mind, he's not leaving here. He would have left already. I think he's he's he wants to stay there. You know, a game like last night, you know, uh, can take it can take the wind out of you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they go ahead and lose this next game or whatever. And you're going into the offseason like, bro, like I played my tail off, you know, and guys, you know, just. I just don't have what I need. Like, like this is, this is the pinnacle of, of my set in the playoffs. And I'm out in the first round, you know, like, like, I don't know what that does to a player's psyche, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, Dame on the Knicks though. Now that would be, (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see that, but I also do love, I, I mean, I love in this world of, you know, everybody jumping ship to all different teams all the time. I love the fact that Dame is, you know, sold on Portland. Um, you know, they made a couple of trades in the or not trade, yeah. They made a couple of trades and before the deadline and bring Norman Powell over to try mm-hmm. to like, you know, um, build themselves for you know a run. Um, but uh, I don't think I don't know. It's so weird because I made a comment and I'm like, yo, like, um, this was before injuries. I said, you know, the Trailblazers could beat the Lakers. They're talking about you know, um, matchups or whatever because I think when Nurkic is healthy, he plays very well. Like, if, if you can keep. Not healthy, excuse me. Well, healthy and out of foul trouble, you know, like he's his oh own God. worst enemy, you know, like mm-hmm. if you can keep Nurkic on the floor and don't have to have Enos Cantor playing the whole fourth quarter and both overtimes, you know, like, um, but, yeah, so as far as the whole idea of, you know, him leaving, I don't think so. I don't, his teammates let him down. We can say that. I, I made the, I made the, uh, the, the tweet, uh, you know, Dame made the mistake of trusting his teammates, you know, because in the moment I'm thinking like, gosh, he's done all of this. And then these last, you know, couple minutes. But at the same time, McCullum hits a huge three before uh, the mm-hmm. end of regulation, you know, yeah. to even get them yeah. in the position to where Dame can can tie it. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, guys can't guys stepped it up in certain in certain moments. You know, um, it just was a uh, just was tough, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I agree. I don't think Dame was going anywhere, nor do I think he should, man. I think I might have did this show might have been a solo show. I did uh, one of the last shows we, we did. And I just talked about the fact that it's really hard to win a championship. Right. Not everyone wins a championship. Sometimes you just aren't you are drafted to the wrong team. The situation is not right for you. But I like the fact that Dame has in his mind. I'm going to make it work here or nowhere at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And if it if it if it means that I don't ever win the title, so be it. And so I don't want him to leave. Um, I don't want him to request a trade. I don't want Portland to trade him. Try to keep and I'll give Portland this this much credit. They're trying, right? Like you said, they, they brought in Co- Covington in the trade. They bring back Enos Cancer. They go and get um the young man you mentioned whose name Norman is Norman Powell. Norman yeah. Powell. Going you know, for- I
1: don't know if Gary Trent, the Gary Trent trade, if they if they won that or not. But um regardless. Uh, I-, I mean, I
0: I think a little bit more experience, I think a little bit better defensively. I think maybe a little bit more size. I think he might be a little, he might weigh a little bit more than Trent, but I could be wrong. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean they were trying to, they're trying to put together a team that can contend. And you're right about Nurkish. When he's on the floor, he's really effective. That's that last file, you got to know when to hold him and when to fold him. You can't try to go for the block there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get someone it. who's
0: already got a full head of steam um, and is headed towards the rim. Just let him have it live the fight another day. Yep, yep. All right, so one other thing I want to say, because I don't think they play tonight. I think they might play tomorrow. Just who you got? Clippers or, or Mavericks? is they,
1: they play tonight, and okay. I got the, I got the Clippers. I think uh, I think the Clippers win the next the next. Well, is this yeah the next two game five
0: game five?
1: Yeah, yep. I think the Clippers win four straight. I think you know when you when you knock a team in the mouth twice in a row like that and win both games at their home, you know, like you have to win one of yours. You know, like you're already the seven seed. They're the seven, right? And the Clippers are the two. This is four or five. Between
0: oh, this is four or
1: five? Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. I'm way off. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, yeah, you got, I mean, you have to, uh, yeah, you have to win one of those games at home. Like, because you've literally done the unthinkable. Stole two from, you know, uh, a, a team that, you know, is, is a higher seed than you. And then when you get back, you give them right back. I mean, it's a whole new series now, and like now it's kind of like, dang, we didn't take advantage of what we did, you know. Now it's best out of three, you know. And I, I I got, I got the Clippers winning tonight. Donkich is hurt as well. Um, I know we were talking. I, I, I was watching ESPN or not ESPN, TNT last night, and they were talking just about all of these injuries and just the idea of these guys finishing in July, turning right back around in August, September, you know, October, and playing again and. You know, like it sucks because it's our superstars. You know, you want to see a healthy Luca, you want to see a healthy AD, you want to see a healthy MB. Like, um, but uh, but yeah, Luca seems to be uh injured. Porzingis is not a guy who I think is going to step up every game, like, he's going to give you a good game or whatever. But like, I don't see him, you know. And then I think Tim Hardaway Jr. had four points last game, like, these guys just disappear, you know. And um, I don't think Luca's got you know the magic that you know. Is gonna be necessary for them to take one of these games. But
0: yeah, and I think, you know, first of all, I am rooting for Paul George because I feel like like in the bubble last year, I mean, granted, I probably I don't think I made a joke. I might have retweeted joke. I don't think I actually made one myself, but you know, I'm here for a good joke, but there's a time when it becomes it becomes about the jokes and not the truth, right? And so when they lost game two, and I think he put up like 28 and 12. And I saw people saying he bet he should be glad this game is on uh, NBA TV and, like, just kind of slanderous comments. I'm like, come on. Like, he played well, but the Clippers were shooting out of their mind. Again, before games uh, four, three and four, Tim Hardaway was averaging 25 points a game. Like, Tim Hardaway is not a 25-point-per-game right. player. At least he hasn't shown himself to be that throughout his career. Porzingis, you're right. Porzingis is the third guy in a big three. Um, he's not someone like you thought you had found kind of like a Batman and Robin combination between Luca and and Chris Stapps. And, you know, it's, maybe it's not that right. Maybe it's not going to be that type of situation. So they've got to find someone who can be that number two to go along with, with Luca. Um, and then let Porzingis fill in where he fills in, but the other role players have been have been playing out of their mind those first two games. Yeah, yeah. Crashing back down to earth, and maybe we'll see them start to level off and kind of meet their whatever expectations they were prior to and we see if that's enough to carry them over
1: the hump I, I, really want mavericks. I want the mavericks to win i like watching the mavericks i'm a josh richardson fan he's kind of disappeared too but he gets you about 12 to 13 a game plus yep. def- decent defense but he's never done he doesn't do anything that really you know is a game-changing type thing but um i want the mavericks to win i just don't see with guys like Kawhi and guys like paul um you know like i just yeah your back's against the wall now and i think uh i think the clippers win
0: all right all right cool so y'all let us know what y'all think about the nba playoffs um all the action what's your favorite series thus far favorite moments hit us up ig twitter facebook at Brains and bars all right man so let's jump into battle rap here real quick um there's a lot that i mean for you in particular there's a lot mm-hmm. that happened um you've had what four battles drop over the past couple of weeks you've yep. had you versus ours you versus excel you versus Polo, Ill Will Battle dropped on RBE. A lot going on. You got this, not this weekend, next weekend, um, you touch a brand new platform.
1: Correct. Yeah. Queen
0: of the Ring, Panic yep. Room 5 versus K Profit.
1: Yeah.
0: Debo, Babs, Vague, the whole team down there in Atlanta. So if you're in the Atlanta region, I believe that is open to the public, right? It is,
1: it is. Yep. So uh, get your tickets.
0: They had just announced the main event. I think it was already known, but. Main event, um Chrissy Yamaguchi. Chrissy Yamaguchi versus Yoshi G. Um, go to Queen. I actually watched Chris Chrissy versus C the boss. It was a dope battle. I enjoyed it. Nice back and forth. Um, uh, obviously, Yoshi G, I mean, Street, I, I love you, but I mean like so <laughs> here's the thing: like when you talk about odd couples and you got Yoshi and Street, and like the back and forth between them on the stream that took place for west coast elites like it was cute like i have me
1: that's sick. too funny i did not see it
0: yeah there's a joke to be
1: made but i won't make it um that's anyway funny.
0: um but yeah so but yoshi g taking on chris yamaguchi main event queen of the ring that's going down um and i then you got what two weeks later you go to philly again um to battle on forgive me i can't think of the
1: battle academy
0: for some reason, street status was in my head. I'm like, this is like the Philly, the Philly street status. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Battle Academy that goes down versus Shotgun Sugar. So I mean, Indeed. like you are a busy, busy man right now. How are, you, how are you managing all this right
1: now? I'm not, uh, so I got to start writing for <laughs> K Profit. <laughs> oh. No. Um... Ah, man, um, it's a weird dynamic with battle rap, man. I've done battles where there's, you know, there's a week between them or two weeks between them. And, you know, some battles I've written super early. Some battles I've written two days before. And, you know, you think, oh, you're super prepared for a battle. You wrote, you practiced all your material for a week. And then that that material translates not nearly as good as the stuff. Like, I literally wrote for Arsenal on Wednesday. And um, I wrote for Arsenal on Wednesday, tried to memorize it memorize it thursday and friday and battle him on saturday and like 90 percent of my arsenal material was written on wednesday didn't have it tucked nowhere none of that stuff had 10 percent of it and that was the new jersey twerk bar that originally was for new jersey twerk you know so um you know i wrote that three three days before and that's you know four and a half minutes of material and performed it delivered it fine everybody loves the battle you know and then there's battles that i've memorized and done you know weeks ahead of time and it's kind of like eh. So, um, basically I'm just, you know, I keep myself accountable with, you know, my sparring partners. Loso's always calling to, you know, hear rounds and different things like that. And then I just know myself. I know like, Hey, come Wednesday of next week, like these three rounds have to be written, you know, whether I've got two done now or whether I've got none done now, like, you know, when the going gets rough, you know, so I'm about halfway done with K profit. Um, I'm going to get, you know, another round and a half done probably, um over the next two or three days. And um and then uh I've got some ideas for Shotgun Shook. Um so I'll just start right after K profit and you know get going. But yeah, this is uh the time management, all that kind of stuff. It's just different for every battle. So
0: that's what's up. That's what's up. And I'll I'll say this. Be pre- I'm mean, obviously you're gonna be prepared for K profit. I've watched I'm trying to think I watched her battle on Queen of the Ring, not in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, but in twenty nineteen she was really dope. Um I can't re- remember the opponent um cuz it's been that long, but Probably she's Zan. really dope. Who's that? Zan. Mm, maybe, maybe. I I can't remember. I thought yeah. she won the battle. I thought she was super dope and so I'm excited to watch that battle.
1: Yeah, people don't realize she battled Jazz, she's battled official, she's battled Farah. she's battled ju- uh, Duchess, like she's literally battled like she's been around since 2010 and she's battled every one of the top tier, you know, names of female battle rap, you know. So like um she's just always kind of been like around you know and never really been like that that girl you know what i mean um yeah. so I, I i anticipated being of a, a tough matchup you know so um we're we'll gonna go in there and do what we do though and you're right it was zan that's who, yeah. who she battled so and then it's on to cincinnati that. it's on to cincinnati hilarious hilarious um so let's jump into some
0: other topics in battle rap gnome 11 Um that goes down in a couple of weeks. Um, the same weekend you were in Atlanta, I believe. I think is when that goes down. Two-day event, 10 battles. Um, it was just announced today, I think, by allhiphop.com. Drake is gonna be in the building. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, so you know, no pressure uh for you, you 20 guys, you're just gonna have like the top name in the culture of hip hop who's gonna be listening to your bar. So you know, don't be don't don't pull a uh, a summer madness seven when Floyd showed up, and it was just it was choke madness all right. over the place, just Earl everywhere. Um, you know, get your bar get your bars together. Um, so, what your thoughts on the card? Like, we don't have to go line by line; we can do that next week. Um, but just your initial thoughts on that card as a whole.
1: Uh, it's a solid card. I mean, it's a solid card. You know, um, I don't know. It's such a I don't know what we what we want Gnome to be. I know what I want Gnome to be from a fan standpoint. It's not mm-hmm. what I what I want Gnome to be. You know, I want I want K Shine and Daylight. I want Loaded or Loaded Lux and Daylight. You know, uh, K Shine. You know, I want I want these monster matchups from my from my Gnomes from a fan standpoint. You know um with you know a couple a couple battles sprinkled in of of guys that are on fire right now you know with you know different things like that so because the idea of it is called night of main events you know what i mean and to me a main event um is not uh necessarily just two guys that are good battle rappers that hey this this is a good match you know what i mean like that's Mm -hmm. so you know um I, I've been semi-critical in that aspect, but with pandemic battling, with you know, everything that's going on and how the battle rap world has changed, you know, I understand why they did what they had to do. Um, I still don't know the complete ins and outs of ten battles. I don't know they all if you know publicly, I don't know if they're all happening on the same day, if they're a two day event. You know, URL says it's a two-day event, how that's going down. Um, but there's definitely matchups I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Mike P. Lou Castro. I'm looking forward to DNA and B dot. I'm looking forward to Rum Niddy and Geechee. You know, I'm looking forward to obviously always watching Loso battles or Loso and Jerry West. So there's battles that I'm looking forward to that if they were on any other cards, I'd be like, yo, that's a battle I want to see. You know what I mean? Just because it's like gnome, though. You know, I'm kind of just kind of like, eh, okay. You know. So you know, like there's a reason why battle rap stat says like when they post stuff like such and such has headlined this many gnomes, you know, like, like, or this many summer madnesses or this, you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why, because there's a, uh, an aura about it. You know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. so like, that's why when you see 20 names on there, you're just kind of like, okay, you know?
0: So I'll say this and, you know, shout out to the dungeon, um, a group chat. We're a part of, and I, and I said this in that, in that group. Um, you know, I, for me, I think that we I think that URL is one. And I don't know if this is because of the pandemic or because, thing, you know, or if this is going to be going forward. I think they are trying to change the expectation, the idea of what we consider a main event, night of main events to be right. Like, I think that they're saying that, hey, some of these battles could headline a born legacy. Some of these. Uh, battles could headline a super fight. Some of these are volume headliners. And obviously you have your, what you would consider, uh, traditional known battles, right? Like obviously, Geechee, Rum Nitty. I think T-Top and Swamp because of the backstory is a known battle, right? And so I think they're trying to readjust fan expectations of what, this is just me speculating, not knowing anything. Readjust fan expectation of what we consider to be night of main events or what a main event battle is for this card. Secondly, like, I understand wanting to see K-Shine and Hollow or or if, if Rum Nitty hadn't won this battle or Geechee weren't in the finals, Geechee versus Cal, Rum Nitty versus Hollow, right? Like, I understand that. But at the same time, we have got to give some of these, the Lou Castro's, the Fonzes, the Jays, these guys who have been putting in work and who have been doing great—I get it. Pandemic petri dishes, right? Like I get. Like during this this pandemic, these guys have earned their platform. These platforms—they put in the work and they deserve the opportunity to show that they can be comfortable. Granted, we don't know how big of a crowd is going to be. They've been giving away tickets left and right on you know various URL connected people. A and R show DNA. Um, I think one other platform is giving away tickets, Mm
1: -hmm. right?
0: They're giving away tickets. So we don't know how many people are going to be in the building, Um, but they deserve the opportunity to say that they can perform on these type of main stage cards. So that's just my, my take on
1: it. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. And that's why I was saying like, you know, like in the, in the previous instances where it's like, there's a couple battles where you give these guys the opportunity to show, you know, I just think right now it's kind of like, One, it's smart on the URL side because it's obviously probably a lot cheaper um, for them to book these matchups than it is to book Rum Nitty and Hollow to Dawn or Daylight and, you know, um, Lux Lux or whatever, you know. So, two, if the guys have a great showing, then they can, you know, then they they might, you know, pay them a little bit more next time. But now they're, you know, they're. They should be wanting to flip the narrative of these top tiers because it's expensive to try to keep going and getting hit man and loaded luxes and murder mooks. You know what I mean? Like if they can get, you know, these guys that they've they've built up into stars, you know, to become just as, you know, wanted to see as as those guys. And it's a win for um, it's a win for URL. Um, it's just that there's the opposite as well. So you're putting guys like this on a gnome stage and my guy saga love him to death right you know they gave him his gnome stage and we've seen what happened at gnome and like the 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 get back is is not that easy you know what i mean yeah you're taking your your seven guys or whatever you got and you're saying here's your gnome and hoping that all seven work out you know Mm -hmm. and if one doesn't You know, if the stage is too set, the whatever, the bright lights or the whatever it might be is, you know, um, is not there, then it's a it's a risk as well. Um, Look at Holmesy, man. Holmesy is a perfect example of a guy who thrived in tournament situations. And then um, (laughs) I don't know if this was publicly said, but it was said to me the other day that I thought was hilarious. Holmesy is like uh, the Miami Heat without the bubble. Like once he got once he got out of the, you know, the the ultimate madness tournament in like, you know, like in the uh, bubble in the bubble. Uh, you know what I mean? And then it's just just got lumped up with a with some L's, you know what I mean? Like and and you put him on stages like that and like Homesy at one point in time, he gets twenty five thousand dollars. He could probably ask for whoever, you know what I mean? And you throw him out there like, oh, we just made us we made a star. And then they get a couple knots on their head, you know. So,
0: Man, I mean, Holmesy flew a little bit too close to the sun. I mean, he came off of winning 25,000, took B die, I feel like a month later. Uh, that did not go so well. Um, and then, like, I thought he was good in the Rum battle. I know there are some people who have him winning that battle. Um, I, I'm not one of those people, but I thought he was good. <laughs> um, and so, like, even for a guy like Jerry West, like, Jerry West asked for, he's like, smack, I won't kill his. And then he threw him in front of. Killers and again, like he was one of those guys who looked good losing. He doggy
1: his way to he, safety.
0: He's losing, like he's losing these battles. Um, and so we'll we'll see what happens for him. I feel because I thought that when he battled Swamp, I thought that was like not a loser leaves town match, but just like yo, if you lose in the first round, I don't I don't know where you go from here.
1: Yeah, I tell you where you go. Home. GNOME. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. You know what I mean, like I you know. So shout
0: out to Jerry though. I mean, and, and again, obviously Loso's is the homie, so we're anticipating that battle. I was a person who advocated for Jerry West to get more plays, to get more looks, and um, and I don't know why I, I forgot that chess and Jerry West battle. I got to go back and watch that battle. I don't know if I agree with that, Ronnie Greenway. I I, I, I don't he know. Are talking about LoSo? Are you sure he's talking about? No, I thought he was talking about Jerry West. Jerry uh, West and Chest probably did. did. We go hard. Probably we they, go hard. No, no, no. This is URL hard. battle. This is on the app. This is on that. Right. They battle. I think I got Jerry West winning that battle. I got to go back and watch it. It's a good battle though. Um, but yeah, they did indeed battle.
1: But Jerry, they give Jerry the, the Shoddy P treatment. You know, Shoddy P was on King of the Dot, and they literally gave him swave clips, Big T, math. You know what I mean? Like King of the Dot, like fed him. You know. A superstar after a superstar after superstar, just hoping that he would take advantage of the situation and do something crazy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the same thing happens with Jerry West. You know, Jerry West comes in and he, he, I mean, he gets John John. Who gets John John? People don't get John John. You know what That's I mean? True. He gets, you know, um, Nitty Danny, Danny Myers. Uh, there's way more than what I'm thinking in my head. He Arsenal. Got, uh, he got Art. Wow. He got Arsenal. Arsenal. You got Arsenal, right? Yeah, Chilla like no, yeah, chill I'm Chilla. Right now. Chill Like, Jones. listen, they're handing this dude, you know, and and like I said, bro, he never swam. He doggy paddled his way to to, to getting a hold of the end and still being alive. You know what I mean? Right. He he his, I, I, I can't
0: give him doggy paddle. Like, right. No disrespect. No disrespect. Oh, uh, respectfully, respectfully. But no, I again, I think. But again, I think he looked good losing. Like I think he has rounds to go. That's a really good round. It wasn't enough, but it was right. a really good round. Um, uh, and Ronnie, you are right. it was born Legacy seven versus chess. and again, I think I have chess. I got I think I got Jerry West. I would have to go back and watch it, but I thought I had West in the moment winning that battle yeah, yeah. his app record though he's only six and seven on the app, so only one one game below five hundred. so I mean you know, not bad that's that is not bad at all. no no, uh, no but no, no. now that you mentioned mention King of the dot, let's segue there. We'll probably close the show there unless there's anything else that you think of no
1: no, 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 no. King of the I don't is- want to mention easy to block Captain T-Rex. I'm excited to see that, the back and forth. Um, there's probably not going to be a lot of quotables from it that I would, you know, as a writer. That's, I mean, that is disrespect to both of them. But, it's. I mean, I don't mean it like that. They're a different type of battler. They're not going to say a whole lot of stuff that's going to let me go, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. But it's still a battle I definitely want to watch.
0: If if Rex can get Ultimate Madness time limits, 230 hard cutoff. Oh, yeah. Huh. He got a chance. I think, I think he got he got a real good chance. If it if it, but if you're talking about three minutes, three uh, thirty grace period, man, we get in the mixtape. We get in the mixtape verse at some point. Um, unless Rex is super motivated for this, I don't know. We'll see. But I just haven't seen a super motivated Rex since I started. We're watching gonna get a great
1: meme. I guarantee we get a great meme out of it. Or uh, some kind of meme or some kind of gif. Yeah, we're going to get one of those out of this battle. But the, but you're right. The
0: promo is going to be A1. It's going to be something you're going to watch. The face-off is probably going to be crazy. Yep. Um. And so that is something to anticipate. But yep. King of the Dot. Um. King of the Dot, they announced their season of Battle Rap. Um. I'm assuming this is the first of its kind, right? Like this is – Uh. I don't know if we've ever had – I know Grind Time had records – right? But I don't know if grind time ever had like a full season where you have kind of divisions, right? You have what they said is up to 48 battlers or something like that. Some
1: Yeah. So the way it works is there's four divisions with 12 battlers in each division. So there'll be your north, south, east and west. And then there will be three battles that constitute your season as a battle rapper, right? So you'll battle three times against guys in your division. After that, They'll take a specific judging system. I don't know if it's win loss record. I don't know if it's something else. They've, you know, they've communicated to me that there is a, a judging system that is in place that is a bit different than what they used last year with the Grand Prix, um, that could possibly be more of accumulated scores. So um, the, there was a, a judging system that RBE used when um, when Loso battled Daylight, right? And I believe they gave. Daylight, judges had given Daylight two of the rounds, but he choked in the third, so it was like a 10-7, you know what I mean? Mm. So they did an accumulative score type thing. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know for sure, but I think that King of the is they're trying to refine their judging situation. Um. So you'll battle three times. At the end of everybody battling three times, the top four battlers from each division will advance. So that's the top 33%. So you'll take the top four guys from each division. Those 16 guys will advance into a Grand Prix tournament. You know, there's incentives along the way. There's probably going to be performance of the night. There's probably going to be all kinds of different random stuff, incentives. And then you'll have another Grand Prix, Grand Prix Part 2. And the winner of all that will get $100,000. So
0: Um, I like that. So I think this is very innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, again, and, and you have a more extensive knowledge and history about battle rap than I do, so I don't think anything like this has ever been done. No, um, I think so, no. Not in this particular format. You have a full season. Um, you know, we'll I think the it.
1: season can create seedings. I think one of the things too, like in the Grand Prix, people were like, "Well, why did I get paired up against him? And why did I get? Was it just a randomized or whatever?" So, um, but even then, the, there's going to be somewhat of a randomized, you know, of who you battle, you know, in your yeah, three matches. Know.
0: I would love to see it if you have a seeding, though. Know, if you got, if it's 16 guys, right. And it's based off of, yeah. Whether it's record or whatever criteria they use to do it. I would love yeah. to see it. It's one, you know, you get your one, set it up like almost NCA NCAA, March Madness, right. You're one and two on opposite sides of the bracket, one versus 16, eight versus nine, you know, five, 12, yeah. four, 13, so on and so forth. So I would love to see it set up in that way, because again, like to me, when I went on my rant about, you know, make judge make wins matter again and battle rap and wanting to have judge battles. Like I wanted to see something like that. I wanted to see, you know, you put on Twitter, I'm 52 and one, right. Or 53 and one, yeah. or however you put it right. I would, I mean, to me, when you stand in front of an opponent and your record says, okay, in the grand prix, you went two and one, or you right. went three and O oh, or you're, you know, you went oh and three, and you didn't make it to the, to the playoffs to the grand prix. Like I, to me, when you have those things that stick to you in that way, like it to me would make you want to prepare because no one wants to have a zero next to their name. No one wants to be seen as a loser, right? Because that's essentially what it is, right? It's when it's either win you lose, there's no ties freeway. Um, Right.
1: Right. You know, so I I think that the tough part about it is, is like, yeah, in a perfect world, you know, that's, that's what it is. Right. But like, if those numbers stick, then we look at it and we say, yo, why is a six and seven Jerry West on Gnome? You know, like, oh, if if Saga five and ten, he's five and ten on the URL app. You know, yeah, man, that's like, is he a, is he a five and ten battle rapper in our head when you know? No, I don't. I don't feel You know what I mean? So when when those things stick like that, you say to yourself, well, we have the record to make you come and, and battle, the, you know, at your highest every battle. I don't think Jerry West really takes battles off. You know, I wouldn't say he's a guy that, you know, just mails it in. And so that's that's the tough part about that whole judging thing. And that's the qualms that I have with it. Because I said to somebody, bro, I have 10 battles on King of the Dot. If you look at them, you could probably say A-Ward could possibly be 5-5, five and five, you know. And the A-Ward that has got wins stuck to his name that is five and 5-5 five on King of the Dot is not making as much noise saying yo why is he not on url they're saying <laughs> you talking about the guy that's 500 on king of the dot like you know what i mean
0: that's yeah, the
1: other the it. other dope thing about this though is the season itself your three games right your three matches mm-hmm. the battles are like six weeks to eight weeks away- apart from each other
0: so you have ample
1: time so you have ample time to prove that you are worth being in the tournament i don't know what the tournament you know i don't know if the tournament's the 2 week turnaround like last time or what but at this point you do have ample time to get back you know schedule different things you know you know you st- you could probably still battle in between or whatever but at the same time know that you know you have your next battle maybe 2 months later so
0: yeah and i i I'll, I'll, I'll say this you know organic i don't know if you're going to watch this um but please if possible drop these battles on youtube In the same year that they happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that when you talk about champion of the year, I do think that some people were hurt by the fact that they, who might've battled on King of the die. Obviously I understand the finals of the grand prix didn't take place until 2021. There's nothing you can do about that. Right, right, right. But I do think that there were battlers in terms of battle of the year consideration um, round of the year. I feel like clone had some crazy stuff on there. Um, I feel like Eddie I and Excel was a dope. Battle. Like I feel like there were, at least in terms of being able to say to shout out those guys for good performances or good battles or great years. I feel like there were there were battlers on there who deserved consideration and had. I'm assuming. Right. I'm going to play a good an angels advocate and assume that the people on the panel get a list of names and they're kind of going through their years. Right. And if they. I'll use you. Right. A. Ward versus Mac Myron happened early part of the year. Pandemic, super long year that felt like an 18 month year instead of a regular 12. And if they go, okay, A. Ward in terms of fan voting was number five. Right. What did what was his resume? Mac Myron. okay, Mac Myron. Who did I have in that battle? Uh, I had it as debatable. Okay, let me just kind of go back and watch. Right. Even if I put it on two times speed. Right. Just to kind of speed it up and get through it as fast as possible because there's a lot of different candidates. I'm hoping that the panelists are going back and revisiting some battles, not all when determining who ranks where yeah, and yeah. if you don't drop those battles. Then those King of the God guys who are already fighting an uphill battle because you know, URL is seen as first in everybody's mind. They're putting on more events than everybody. Um, so they're getting a chance to be seen more. You're kind of fighting an uphill battle from a perception standpoint. And then you're fighting an uphill battle because we can't go back and watch the, the content so hopefully right. this this stuff will obviously start on Twitch. Please go and support King of the Dot. Watch it, you know, live stream when you when I say live stream, I mean not live stream like reproduce it while it's on the air. Right, but talk about it while it's happening. But hopefully, King of the Dot, you guys will drop this stuff onto YouTube so that it can be seen. Honestly, I would love for a King of the Dot app. I don't know what it would take to make that happen. A King of the Dot app. Where that stuff lives, I would support it, I would pay the monthly fee for it.
1: Um, so I mean, Another that's thing. all right, Avocado's shooting it, so you know it's going to be great, man. And that's you know, uh, so Ruin Your Day and them are shooting the whole season and the whole, you know, um, I
0: mean, partner with with, with them and have and support their Patreon, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that is what he's been
1: doing with some of
0: the Riot stuff or with some of the West Coast Elite stuff, I believe. It goes on Patreon if you're a supporter of Ruin Your Day's Patreon. Then you're able to access that. At least do that. So then people are able to do it. Even if I don't know if he really does watch live anymore, but even if they could do something like that, great battles just to go back and watch them live to give them fans another chance to see the content. That's all I care
1: about. Indeed, man. Indeed.
0: All right, man. Well, that is our time, man. We've been off about almost an hour and a half. So we appreciate everybody who's joined us. Please remember you can find every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice, searching for Brains and Bars or It's a Black and White Thing and subscribing to that content. You can also find us. This episode will be on YouTube in a couple of days. Go to YouTube, search Brains and Bars, subscribe, rate, like, share. The more you share, the more people can get in tune with us um jc yes uh we'll make time when we come back next week definitely i will continue to put the link out there if you want to join us on the show get some takes off talk some battle rap talk some sports you're more than welcome to join us um i am award.com for everything that's going on right now XL versus Award, um polo versus award, ill will versus a war arsenal versus a uh, I mean, he's everywhere right now, right? Like, I feel like every, like, at least once a quarter, there's like this ward week um, where he is everywhere. Nine um, battles,
1: nine battles so far in 2021, man. They're all out, too. So go check we it don't out. We're going to have a discussion
0: about Cody because I got takes about Cody. I need to get off my chest. Uh, right
1: now, I was told I'm sixth.
0: Sixth.
1: I, told, I was told I'm sitting at sixth right now in the, in the, in in a highly reputable sources and they, they disgusted with, disgusted discussed it with other sources. So
0: interesting. I had you five. So no particular order. I think I think my top five Cody DNA, Danny, um, yourself, I had Rum Nitty, and I think you got it. Like I think that tournament wins, you can't overlook tournament wins. Um I think regardless of although resume wise, um I put that poll up on the Brains and Bars Twitter page and I think it's still got a couple of days left to vote. Which Ultimate Madness Tourney winner had the best resume. Geechee Gotti, yeah, of course, is winning. Fons is going to lose that. He didn't get. He's not going to come close. However, I feel like Fons had the most replay value, and I feel like Fons is material. If you're ranking material, with some of the best material of the people who will win this, whether it's Geechee Gotti, Nitti. Although Nitty's number one in terms of content for me between all those guys. But yeah, man. Like I again, I think you can't you can't overlook tournament wins, and I think that uh, Nitti and Geechee Um, winning these and winning a lot of these convincingly, you have to take that into consideration. So that's my top five. Um, if DNA clears, uh, the
1: the source that I talked to was they have to turn in a six month, a six Mm -hmm. month, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and the six month includes the uh, next weekend's battles. So their their mm-hmm. top list is in. I mean, obviously they're turning it in at the end of next weekend. Gotcha, say. gotcha. Okay, I was gonna say like yeah, hey, at, no, 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 at the end of next week. So their 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 list includes what they foresee happening. You know. Gotcha. Um. So they had Chilla in front of me as well. They said that you know even with just two battles, if he's able to take out K Shine and Tay Rock with clear wins, you know, in two big battles like that, that they had Chilla. I can't be mad at that.
0: I can't be mad at that. Um yeah, yeah I can't be mad at that. Yeah, but but it was, was
1: Geechee Rum, Geechee D- Danny Rum DNA Chilla ward. So I'm not mad at it either.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't be mad at that. because that was my thing too. I think I seen somebody else say well, Chilla should be in the in the consideration. I'm like he's battled once. once Granted, yeah, it was a it was a huge win, but he's only battled once. And to me, yeah. DNA has I mean, to me he beat Geechee Guy. to me he beat uh Av. Um and if he beats B dot like that's, yeah, that's that's a three, heck of a
1: really good wins, yeah. Bro,
0: bro. So yo hey, next next week, man, y'all jump in with us. Um we'll be back next week and until then it's been a black and white thing, man. We holler at y'all next week, man. It's been a black and white thing with A1 and A Ward. Y'all have a good night. Easy doses.